Good love our gracious queens Are throughout their just queens Their time has come United Queendom Here at United Queendom, we're big fans of box menswear. For boxers, briefs, jocks, tracksuits, swimwear and so much more, head over to boxmenswear.com for stellar deals, worldwide shipping and some killer eye candy. Hello you total slags, it's me Vinegar Strokes from RuPaul's Drag Race UK here on United Queendom. Sam, I'm going to be honest, I've kept this to myself all day, but I thought your bag of brown really didn't work. I really, I just didn't think it worked. Do you know? You need to get a new, you need to get a new dealer, babes. Do you know? Do you know what that was? That was an impression of Sister Sister, which is something I never thought I would be able to do on this show, United Queendom, because I have famously not known who this member of the cast was all season. But now I finally get who she is, and now it's it's too late. But we'll get to that. I'm not. I'm not being funny, but as we've said before, Sister Sister is getting the. Ex- Exit edit. <laughs> oh God, it's never been more apparent than it was here. You've never seen more of Sister Sister this episode <laughs> until now. I know you could you could fucking see it a mile off. But um, <laughs> last week's elimination, Tia was gone, and now this uh, the series is caffeine free. Unfortunately, uh, are you missing Tia? Do you know what I like? I miss that buzz. I do miss that caffeine buzz. Um, and it, it does, I feel like the heart. A little bit has gone out of the show. I'm not gonna lie. I mean, like, because we've had some real characters this this series. We've had like Ginny. Oh my god, I had a. Oh my god, I forgot to say, I had a dream about Ginny Lemon. <laughs> I wasn't a thruplet sex dream, was it? Because I don't think my heart can take it. No, it wasn't. It wasn't. And in my dream, um, I think I was. I was. So I was a drag queen, and I, and and um and I was doing a show. Sounds like a nightmare, and, but go on. And and um. And she was, and she was like my mentor and stuff. And like, but I couldn't get my make. I kept trying to do like crazy makeup like her, but it kept not working. And like, you know, in a dream when like either you try to use your phone or you try to do something like normal, but then like everything falls apart in your hands. I was trying to do makeup, and it was like oh, smearing all over my face. But I remember thinking like, oh, that's interesting that I would have a dream about Jenny Lemon because I didn't particularly even like her, but she obviously had an effect. Well, a lot of people, myself included, have been having very vivid dreams this week. I wonder if there's something in the air. Oh my God, what dreams have you had? I had a dream I was on holiday, which we know is a dream at the moment because that is quite the fantasy, but it was very, very lovely. Um, I think it's because I had new pillows, but this podcast is not about our dreams. We can we can see people t- turning off in their droves. But um, so should we get to our one of our most I- iconic segments, which is our rating? Did did we not come up with a jingle for this? <laughs> ratings, ratings. How'd you get to do those ratings? It's a no, work in progress. Yes, so, I mean that, <laughs> that's a jumping off point. So, what are we giving this week's episode out of ten? I'm gonna give it a six. A six? Ooh, that was lower than I thought. I'm gonna go eight. No. Eight? Is is that really high? <laughs> No, but I do love it when we're shocked and appalled by each other's numbers. <laughs> well, Sam, I think it's... It's part of our shtick. It's a bit rich coming from you, considering the very controversial 10 out of 10 you gave last week, which plenty of people gave me feedback that I was not the only one shocked <laughs> that you went in so high. So I w- we would like to apologise for that. Sam had had a, had a dodgy bag of brown and he was clearly... I'm not apologising for that. Well, you came down t- to a nine. I came down to a nine. I stand by that nine. Thank you. Yeah, me and Sam consider the 10 out of 10 thing as like a haggling point. So then we, we try and convince each other. <laughs> all, all, all points out of 10 are, are a jumping off point and they can go up or down. Well, um, I could come down to a seven. I'm not stuck on eight. So if you want to try, oh. are you willing to come up? Does it matter? I don't know. Uh, no, I just don't think there was enough in the episode. Um, I wasn't emotionally attached to the episode. I think, I mean, there was... Uh, the mini challenge wasn't... Didn't blow my mind. I just... And I think it was a, 
a lot of it was in the workroom. A lot of it was to do with sewing and stuff. And, and I just found that a bit boring. And um, and I feel I feel like we knew who was going. And um, I don't know. I just I just I was a bit nonplussed. I thought it was quite entertaining. I know what you mean. A lot of it seemed to be in the workroom, but I quite like those little moments of bitchiness in the workroom. So I think that's why I gave it a quite a high score. Maybe maybe nuances. Have you had a chance to watch it twice? I've only watched it once. So. No, we did record later today, so I thought I would try and get it in twice, but instead I just watched it twice as slowly as I usually do. <laughs> and it's not like you not to be able to get it in twice, babes. <laughs> Nearly touched the sides. Uh, so the queens, <laughs> the queens start the episode off in a lovely way. They go, so who do you think's going next? And they all just like <laughs> pile in. So before, obviously, the edit makes it very clear later on, but go to casting your mind back, who did you think would be next? I mean, I think at this point, it's like it's like we said, like last episode, sister, sister, and um, Ellie. Ellie. I've just 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 got just got this sort of like non-edit last week, as in the like they were in it and they were safe, but they were just sort of it, it was like they were being pushed forward to this to this evening's episode. So I don't think it was. Um, they're, they're both so like a bit blah that I wasn't really. I, I, I would have said either of them could go, to be honest. I don't think they were being pushed forward. I think, like, the judges have forgotten to eliminate them because they haven't made enough of an impression. Push to the side, perhaps, rather than push forward. Push the button, let me know before <laughs> Isn't that a classic? Um, if you want to let me know, you gotta push the button. Do you know what? I've been told by uh, by my partner, David, this week that... Apparently, when anyone's when anyone tries to sing a song, so my mum tried to sing a song the other day. Like we were watching Pointless, and she tried to sing a song, and I and I and I and apparently I jumped on board with a ah where we go, and I thought I thought that it was you know that she was instigating a sing along, but then David but then David said no, as usual, you jump on board and try to out sing everyone in the room, and I and I thought personally that was rude, but also maybe it was true. Oh god, yeah! I learnt this lesson very young. I was in, a, I was in a classroom, and a girl called Sharon, who I thought was my friend, but in, in looking back, maybe not. She started, Bitch! she started singing a song, and I joined in. And I thought the whole class was going to join in, and then she stopped singing and said, "Ed, that was a solo, not a duet." And everyone laughed at me. I feel like Lawrence Cheney. Everyone in class is laughing at me. Um, oh my god! Oh my god! Can I tell you? So when I so when I, so I used to play rugby, and um, well, well, that's I was with the rugby funny. team. One, I know I was with the rugby team one like a night. Like we all like, we all set up at my friend Matt Tang's uh, house. He he we li- he lived above a Chinese takeaway. And um, and we all got some Chinese in, obviously. And then uh, people were singing songs, and then every- like everything that everybody else sung, like everybody jumped in on it. And I went, "Oh, that she wants is another baby <laughs> with God tomorrow." And then no one joined in, and everyone looked to me like I was a piece of shit. And I thought, "Oh well, thanks a lot, everyone." And they were right, but I mean, this is why <laughs> gays can't be on rugby teams. Although rugby teams are, are the gayest people in the world, they're all slapping each other with their dicks and drinking pints of each other's wee. And then you call a faggot it's like they, half of them had, had balls in the mouth balls in the mouth each way by christmas like lawrence cheney balls on the face but yeah they're all saying who they think is going next so ahora thinks it's sister sister same as us but i think she's yeah. still a bit salty over the whole chip gate thing and then yeah. sister sister takes her turn and you would assume that she would say ahora because she just said her but instead she goes for ellie diamond <laughs> I know the other weak link. Well, I think it's because <laughs> she, she doesn't want to be confused with her anymore. But she says, "You have been coasting," and I'm like, "Has she been coasting?" I genuinely don't know because I don't remember anything she's done. No, well, that is the epitome of what they did last week. They both coasted in and coasted out. Like they were both, they were sort of like you know, fluffed around the outside, then fluffed over to like you know being safe, and like they were, they didn't make any sort of mark or anything in the whole of the last episode. So it's, it, that is that is the description of coasting. They didn't even leave a skid mark. Not even that. No. <laughs> Not even one of those dry ones. You've really got to scrub off. <laughs> <laughs> you need one of those scourers. You need um, Taser's dress. <laughs> Dowler scrabbers. No, that's what. <laughs> so they all think basically because Ellie and sister don't have a badge that at this stage, if you have no badge, 
you need to leave. Mm-hmm. But I was reminded of your favourite Sam from Canada's Drag Race, mm-hmm. Scarlett Bobo. <laughs> she got like quite far. Well, I think it was the last challenge when she finally got a win, and she was like really one of the stars of the season. So I mean, it can change at any moment. But obviously not for them. It really is. System. It really is anybody's game. But as uh, but as we said before, it was a really strange edit. The the fact that they were both so coasty, and then like, I think they could only be like only one of them could have survived this week. It was it was you know plain as the day, plain as the nose on your face, babes. Maybe though now, I mean we're getting ahead, but the, one of them's gone. The other one, because it's just been the to me. Obviously, I've had this almost disability of not knowing them apart. But now mm. one's gone, maybe I'll see the other for who they really are. Well, that's the thing. I mean, like, I, I mean, I hate slash love to bring up Seven Different Brother again. Jesus but, um, Christ. Like... <laughs> Every fucking how many, week. How, how many minutes are we You had five seconds. Um... <laughs> have you got six seconds, seven seconds. <laughs> no, but you know when, you know how someone, um, they... They they don't get nominated to be better. They don't get nominated to be worse. They just sort of like they go to get they go under the radar the whole time. And the thing is, with something like Subject Brother, that's fine. You can go under the radar and you can make it to the final because no one's voted you off because you're so blank. Um, you're not as in blank as in blankety blank as in fill in the blanks. I mean blank as in like beige. And then so I think with in this kind of scenario, like coasting along. Then if you make it to the final, you're like, what? who are you? How did you even make it to the final? <laughs> you're right, actually. Sometimes that can be a really good strategy. Like, don't yeah. be so good you become a target. Don't be so shit mm. you leave, but just kind of middle of the pack. Um, yeah. Although yeah. I will say this, because, like, everyone's getting cocky, counting their badges, whipping their dicks out. But uh, t- <laughs> taste... Counting their... Or, or, my, or as my dad says, a Rossi Sheriff's badge. <laughs> <laughs> Did I tell you I used to get called the Sheriff of Arsenal <laughs> County? That was one of my gay slurs. It's my favourite one. I miss gay slurs. They just used to be quite creative. My, my, my dad genuinely said once, he was, oh, I'll tell you someone else, yeah? I'll fucking show you a rusty sheriff's badge. And <laughs> I, I, I did one. I mean, I know he meant his arsehole, but I, but I didn't think he actually did show it, especially, especially at a local council meeting. <laughs> This is where you get it from, Jesus Christ. I know. But I but I think with all the badges, Taste and Ahoras were both from being in the uh, United King dolls. And it's mm-hmm. like four people won that week. So I don't think those wins count that much. There was that's a-, a group badge. That's a group badge. That's like winning a that's like winning a group thing anyway. It's like, well I won this and I won that. Well, did you? It's like, oh, who did I who oh. I mean, I know it's mean, but I will say uh, somebody received a um, a nom. It's like a, no- a nomination for a SAG award. That was it. Oh, it was. It? Oh, actually, I've realised as I'm telling this story how mean it is. Okay, there's a friend of mine who's who's an actress, and she's in Bridgerton, and she received a um, a nomination form for being in a, in an ensemble for um as from the sat from the SAG SAG awards and uh, which is screen screen actors guild and um, and I just think like it is great to be nominated but in an ensemble that's maybe got 20 other people I mean is it is it really that great wow that's bitter of you I mean we <laughs> I know we haven't been nominated for any SAG awards although with my skin it's only a matter of time honestly we've been, we've been nominated for the slag awards many times over unfortunately and not one just yet for the sag of brown award slag <laughs> uh, <laughs> <Slag> of brown <laughs> uh, did you see um this week's sister sister i mean she's very confident at the beginning of this episode but did you see that she was in the news about the death threat she's got since being on the show <laughs> Oh, wow, that's the desired reaction. Sorry, so. I didn't know. I don't. <laughs> Sorry. I think we know who sent them now. Sorry about that. That that came out like Tourette's. Um, not not. That there's anything wrong with Tourette's. Um, Hi, Joe Black. Thank you. Can you please? <laughs> can you please explain to me why she had death threats? Because you sent them by the sounds of things. No, I didn't actually. <laughs> I didn't actually read did. the article because I was talking to my friend about this week, and I'm like, I'm so sick. I mean, we've talked about it before, Sam. I'm so sick of. Celebrities talking about death threats because I mean all we know by now because we've interviewed mm. enough of them all celebrities mm. get trolled to some extent and like you have to know the difference between stupid kids online just saying stupid like and it's everyone like Beyonce's getting it Rihanna's getting it and they're not all yeah. sat around crying about it like if you go on TV worry if you're not getting death threats because I mean all all of them yeah and a death threat a death threat I don't think a death threat is oh I wish you would die I don't think that's a death threat and I think people count that as a death threat I mean so um a friend of mine Cheska from uh, Men in Chelsea she got 
she somebody said, I'm going to come down to London and cut your tongue out. I think that is, that's a worrying threat. But I think like, but I think so many others like, oh, you should fucking go and kill yourself. Or like, you know, I think that is, I hate to say it, but I, I almost feel like that's par for the course. It's constructive so criticism, I, really. And you well, have to take <laughs> criticism on board. No, I mean, but it's not, a de- but it's not a death threat unless they're saying, I know where you live. I'm coming down with, you know, some baseball bats and some friends. Uh, open up your arsehole. No jokes. Um, I just think, I just think, I just think that, yeah, I, I think that, that, you know, that there is a difference between a death threat and somebody wishing you death. If they send you a floor plan of your house and your mother's head, yes. then start taking it seriously. <laughs> but if it's just, I think you should die, then take that as a compliment because you're famous. You're getting there. Mm, exactly. And you'll be like, I, should, I think I should die too. Yay. <laughs> but um, she actually does have something genuine to mind about this week. Because as we said, Sister Sister is getting an unusual amount of screen time in the episode. So I thought, mm. oh, it's very obvious that she's leaving. But I was actually kind yes. of relieved because A, obviously because of my problem with her and B, because we've had so many shock eliminations. It'd be quite nice to just have someone you expect mm. to go home fucking go mm. home. And yep. we find yep. out what Thanks. the challenge will be, which is a design challenge. So my first thought was, thank God Tia's gone because <laughs> she went last week and she really dodged a bullet. Did we really need to see another Tia Coffee creation? <laughs> I, I, I swear I was, I swear I had better stuff in my bags. Honestly, I was going to, honestly, I was going to, I had something I had sewn partially beforehand in the workroom but I didn't wear it and like and, and I do have to admit that I did wear this and I know it's not as good but I swear it'll be better next week I swear in 10 years time I'm gonna bring some amazing outfits and you guys are gonna be gagging <laughs> and speaking of awful outfits did you see RuPaul coming out wearing like a hipster cardigan <laughs> at the at the grand old age of 60 I was like you can tell she's stuck in East London during filming where she's going all like <laughs> I have to say I do love that cardigan because I have a very similar cardigan. Oh my god, I'm looking at it now in my wardrobe. But you're like ten years younger than Rue, like that you can pull it off. Yeah, but it was but it was a genuine. You know what? You know how I said in previous episodes that I I did you know frequent seventies not seventies clubs like faux seventies clubs back in you know early two thousand over seventies nights. Yeah, and my seventies nights car wash, and I did buy some authentic seventies stuff, and one of them was a was a wraparound cardi that does look a lot like what Rue is wearing this week. I mean, I think his looks a bit nicer, but you know, well, yeah, his probably cost over five pounds, so he has that edge on you. <laughs> his cardi B, <laughs> cardi brown. <laughs> I just read you Sam, which is quite apt because it's the reading challenge. Because because reading is what. Fun and mental. Fun, uh, fun, <laughs> fun but Well, it's not fun this week because there's shit, but I've, um, oh, I've got time to reveal an exclusive. <gasps> so I, I've been writing jokes for a reading challenge this week and it's a brand new series of Drag Race. No. And I probably shouldn't be saying this because it might get me in trouble, but I'm going to say it anyway. So basically what they're doing soon is they're filming Drag Race US versus the world. They're doing an international all-stars and... I am reliably informed of who the cast is, and it is Bag of Chips, Blue Hydrangea, Cheryl Hole, Widow Von Du from America, Heidi in Closet, Jimbo from Canada's Drag Race, Lemon from Canada's Drag Race, and the runner-up of Drag Race Holland, which we didn't watch, which was Janie Jacquet. Are you allowed to say this? (laughs) Well, no, but I've said it now, haven't I? Yeah, but you're writing jokes for them. Aren't they going to say, no, you can't write jokes anymore? I honestly don't think they listen. <laughs> well, I don't know whether that's a compliment or a massive read. <laughs> if you are, then um, I'm very sorry, but here we are. Um, so that's a very exciting new season of Drag Race. We've been calling for international all-stars. So it's, so it's all, so, it, so, I mean, are they calling it US versus the world? So it's, but it's all, but it's all-stars. But what is it? Is it, is it cancelled as all-stars six or what? Um, no, All Stars 6 was filmed last year. That's coming out soon. And then this will presumably come out next year in place okay. of All Stars 7, unless they also do All Stars 7. But Jesus Christ, can there be any more Drag Race? And we're, we're a Drag Race podcast. But I know. We don't have the time for this. We've got lives. Have we, though? <laughs> we don't. Hashtag we don't. <laughs> we really don't. Even before the pandemic, we really didn't. Before the panini. <laughs> 
Can I just say, in the reading challenge, why did they try and do this 3D glasses thing? What is that? I don't know. I don't know. I didn't. I didn't really find any of it funny. I found it all a bit painful, to be honest. But was that like an like a sponsor, or was it a joke that I didn't get, or like why? Well, it can't be a sponsor. It can't be a sponsor because it's BBC. I think maybe, um, and also like, you know, they could have told us that we should wear our 3D glasses at home or something. And what are we gonna do? Like, see their terrible skin? You know, lifelike. I don't. I don't get it. No, thank you. Um, so let's talk about the reads. So first, it was sister, sister who you wouldn't expect to do well, but genuinely was the best, I thought. Yeah. She yeah, said, I Lawrence, I always think about how you're getting on. Getting on the bed without breaking it, you big bitch. And then it seemed like <laughs> no one was going to laugh. But then, like, because Rue laughed, everyone was like, okay, we better laugh. But again, I feel I feel, I feel, feel like, we, you know, it's back to fat jokes. And um, a lot of them did a fat joke. And I don't know. I feel like my fat joke trotters are tied <laughs> <laughs> well i think because the reading challenge is like a safe space where you're meant to be able to say anything like a roast oh right okay and because they're friends Ro- like ro- like roasting a pig on a spit <laughs> <laughs> oh and she's back um <laughs> and she also gets one in about taste saying she could should kill herself she's like get into something flowy and long like the thames Again, I'm not being funny, but, uh, you know, that's triggering for suicide. Oh, Sam, just because you couldn't tell any more fat jokes, now every joke is too far. (laughs) Every joke is too far. Far? Far? What do you mean far? What, you mean go far away from my family? That's triggering. Sorry. Um, what was triggering to me was watching Ellie flop and you'll, um, you'll guess what I did, Sam, cause this is typical me, but you know, I reach, reach out to the Queens, um, offering to, to do their reading roast for them. And it's very hard on a normal season because they're not famous. So like you reach out to them and they're really scared about writing their NDAs. So I, I emailed all the cast of Drag Race season two, but in the COVID break, and I didn't know if the reading challenge had happened, and they were all too scared to get back to me because I think they've all been, like, fully silenced, but one of them well, did. They they, well, you thought they might get COVID from your email. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, but Ellie Diamond did get back to me and said she wanted some reads, and then she asked me for my for my fee, and I gave her a fee, and she said no. So it's... <laughs> Tell us now, what was your fee? It wasn't a lot. It was only a few hundred pounds, but she didn't even say, oh, it's too much, because I would have come down. Um, I thought, surely <laughs> a Scottish person knows how to haggle. I'll come down, I'll come down to 20 pounds, all right. I'll, I'll come will, down I'll to, I pay you to use them, okay? Uh, <laughs> but she just said no, it frightened her the amount, which I thought is not that much for a queen that's like about to be famous, but although at the time, I guess, they were still in lockdown. Yeah, but if she, and if she'd been working, if she'd working on the fucking drive-thru, you know, she can't, that's like, that's, she's not going to give you two hours of, you know, how much, <laughs> do you want fries with that? I forgot she was the drive-thru queen, actually, this does make a lot yeah, more exactly. sense. <laughs> I did what I always do and after i watched the reading challenge i messaged her saying well that was a mistake wasn't it and she no no she replied not again no she didn't what did she say she replied saying well sorry baby fee was just too high and i said <laughs> and then i said well i would have come down um you should have negotiated and then i sent it and thought god i'm a bitch and then i sent by, by the way you looked lovely tonight congratulations <laughs> Too late for that. So basically, you slag you slagged her for not paying your fee. You slagged her for not trying to drive down your fee, and then drive through for free for fries. Oh, I, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know, Ed. I really, I really think that you and I need to have a have a conversation off air, maybe about you know, I don't know social dynamics, perhaps. <laughs> about stopping trolling the queens when we're meant to be like yeah. lifting when, them up. Yeah, when you when you when you're supposed to be trying to um I don't know, like trying to work for them, maybe like, you know. It's like it's like it's like you're like you're like one of these people when you say like, Oh, can I um can I help you with your bag? No, 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 it's fine. Oh really? Really? <laughs> well fuck you in your fucking bag. Shove your fucking bag in your fucking arse. Oh, oh sorry, I just meant that I just meant that my husband had it. Okay. Well, I'm sorry, but 
I don't think my fee, which is a few hundred pound, is a lot, <laughs> considering these jokes are going to be on television and Drag Race is a show that lives on for years and years. Like, people, like, still talk about Jujube in her reading challenge all these years later. Like, it lives on and, like, if you are shit in it, it can really... I mean, we saw with Angina, another person who unwisely turned down my services, <laughs> it actually threw her off so much that she ended up leaving the season early because um, I can't I'm 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 get I'm getting a lot of lemon here. I'm not by I'm not I'm not, I'm not talking about the drag, I'm talking about the bitterness. I'm just saying that I think that I think that perhaps like I do I do completely agree with you, but I think like maybe you know when they say no, coming back and you know, coming back with destruction afterwards, like you fucking should have done this. I don't know. I don't. Know I didn't swear, but they need confused. to learn <laughs> because I'm trying to help these bitches not look like a fool on TV. Just pay them, pay the money. You, you'll pay up for the dresses. Because they probably say that after the event, though, is it? Like, you th- that, you're like, how many times do you like being told? I told you so, Ed. How many times do you like that? There is no limit. I want to hear it over and over again. <laughs> what I don't want to hear over and over again is Lawrence's reading challenge, who also should have used a writer. Uh, she was shit. Um, I liked the Ellie, you studied for your COVID test line, but apart that from that... That was good. That was the one thing. That was the one thing. Oh, 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 I'm, I'm feeling myself go to a 6.5. I do like the fact that the episode... I'm feeling myself. I'm feeling myself. I'm feeling my... Feeling... I'm feeling myself good to a 6.5, a 6.5, a 6.5. I do feel... Sam, that was a solo, not a duet, by the way. Oh, sorry. <laughs> I do feel... I do I feel... <laughs> I feel myself going a little bit upper because, you know, it was quite um, off now. Do you know what I mean? It was quite, it was quite relevant and they do talk about COVID. And I, and, I, and I think, like, if you watch a lot of shows at the moment, TV shows, I'm... Whatever, whatever you're watching, I think if they try to forget about COVID, it seems a bit disingenuous. So I, I like the fact that they were acknowledging it. Yeah, but, but it wasn't funny. And also taste wasn't funny. Like the Lawrence well-rounded joke is like an old cliche one. The Ellie um, Sirconian sort of diamond was okay, but she just didn't quite give it that sing. Oh, no, the delivery. It was all in the, It was a good joke, but the delivery should it should have been better. And also, I think, like, most of them are so stupid that they didn't know what Cubic Zagonia was. Mm-hmm. And um, Ahura, I hated her referencing the whole taste sat on my tongue. I mean, that was just disgusting. Disgusting! <laughs> it was disgusting. It, it was a little bit of a, like, a... Um, like a horrible, dirty window that you don't want to look through. It's like the window, like you know, when you think like you know, your grandparents might be having sex. So you look, you have a little peek through the window, and you're like, Bleh! why did I even look? I'd be shocked if mine were the dead. I'd be really shocked. Uh, <laughs> and then a, a Bimini after her winning snatch game last week again. Hers wasn't great either. She mm, made the yeah. filler dig, which is again very worn, and then the throwing bricks at sister, sister. Just... Yes, which was, was a bit violent, and also, also, I feel like, um, I feel like, since she did Katie Price, I, I, I've, I've sort of feel a bit worse about the fact that she just talks like that normally anyway. Like she talks like Katie Price, so she didn't really have to put on a voice because it's like, oh, I'll tell you what. I, I mean, I don't know whether she's turned into Katie Price like over the last week, but um, it's very much, you know, it's it's the same voice and like, and it it just sounded a bit. I don't know, throwing a brick against someone. It sounds a bit aggressive to me and it sounds like the sort of thing that Katie Price would do, so I don't know. Oh, God, I do agree. I kept thinking when she was talking this week, the impression was going on and I was like, D- I think they are just very <laughs> similar voices. But actually, um, so who was it? Sister Sister did a very good Bimini impression in her... So she deserved this win. It's her first yeah. win of anything. And I was gagged because yeah. I was like, is she now going to become my favourite after two months of literally not noticing her on the show? Because I can't name a thing she's done before now. And no. <laughs> well, no, now we know what happens. And it's the Maxi Challenge, which is Lockdown Super Sheroes. Wait, who said... I've got in my notes here, sorry, to... um. Someone said, do you want a blowy? Who said that? That was a horror. We're getting to that. You're always premature oh, ejaculation. <laughs> my premature blowies once again. But before we get to that, tell me who your favourite superhero is. Oh my god, again from the left field. My favourite superhero, I think it's probably Spider-Man. Spider-Man, I, do you know what I love? The com- the colour combination. No! 
Who? It's Catwoman. Oh my god, Catwoman's mine, but I didn't know she counts as a superhero because she's kind of a villain. Uh, can I just tell you right now? Um, so I watched a, a Twitter thing today, uh, no, yesterday, and I'm going to send it to you. So it is. Um, so I've so I read this whole article the other day about how um, about how Batman Returns the movie is basically about. Catwoman, it's a Catwoman movie. Oh god, yes, I love that film. And 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 Tim Burton basically um said that it was Batman Returns, but it's obviously it's 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 a um, origin story for Catwoman. She's the best person in it. She's the one that um brings the the criminals uh to you know at the end. And she does um, Christopher Walken. Yeah, and yeah, and she does. And um and she's basically amazing throughout. So there's this so there's this video that somebody sent me. It was like a backstage video of um of when Michelle Pfeiffer like you know she's got the whip out and she I don't even know if you, if you remember the scene. She whips the heads off the mannequins. Do I remember? Bitch, <laughs> this was why I became gay. <laughs> she says to the policeman, "You're overpaid." That she screams at them when she does it. I love it. Oh my god, you're going to die! So I've got a backstage movie, like a little mini film of when she, um, she, she does it in one take. She flips off with with the whip, like all three, then skips off into the distance, and the whole crew just like go into uproarious applause. Oh my god! One because she's done it in one fucking take, and they can't even believe it. And the whole skipping thing was ad libbed as well. Oh God, I didn't know that. That is fucking amazing. I'm loving this triv. And um, a little bit of personal trivia. I used to always ask my mum and dad for black pyjamas when I was a child. (laughs) And I'd wear them and I'd use my dad's, you know, in the dressing gown, you get the tie up bit. I'd take that out from my dad's that was also black. And I would go around whipping my two younger brothers, pretending to be Catwoman and quoting the film, going like, meow. And <laughs> you know, I don't know about you, Miss Kitty, but I feel so much yummier. <laughs> oh my God, Ed! Why have we not discussed this off air? I mean, I'm full of moistness now. Oh, me too. Wet ass pussy. It's just one of the best films ever, and and the fact that um, I'll send you the piece that that it's basically a Catwoman film. Um. Just, just with like because like that Batman's hardly even in it at all, and um and it's just it's basically about her and it, and it's like I think like Tim Burton Tim Burton was apparently he he didn't particularly want to do another Batman film he was nonplussed about Michael Keaton but he was so like g'd up about Michelle Pfeiffer so like he made the film and it and, it's, and basically like if you if you took if you took off the title of Batman Returns and said Catwoman you could it would you would easily think it was a Catwoman film. I'll tell you something fun to do as well, because I love Michelle Pfeiffer. She's one of my favourite people. But if you Google looking up roles that she missed out on, she has missed out on every famous role, like (laughs) Pretty Woman, like Silence of the Lambs, like every big female Oscar winning role, Michelle Pfeiffer turned it down. It's like a running joke in Hollywood. But let's get back to Drag Race. I mean, I could talk about Batman Returns all year. So sister, sister gets a head start for winning the reading challenge. So she does a proper supermarket sweep, B&M style, takes every fucking thing (laughs) in the workroom. And then we get to the bit that you mentioned earlier, Sam. I think a lot of things were from B&M. I've I've seen those button cushions before, I swear to God. (laughs) I've got them in my lounge, Jesus. And then a horror, she then suddenly realises, oh, sister, sister has got everything. It's hard to say sister, sister without slurring. Yeah, and you mentioned it, Alicia. Viva, viva, viva. Shista, shista. And she says, oh, I'm going to have to give her a blowy. And I'm like, is there anyone she doesn't want to have sex with in the workroom, the dirty slag? She literally is a horror. She, <laughs> she, didn't, get those, she didn't get those lips for nothing, babes. And she got them for about £3,000, I think. <laughs> uh, so she tries to be charming, but it's very staged. She's like, your look wasn't as good as mine, but it was a close run. And obviously it doesn't work. So sister's like... I want you to leave my station. So I'm like, sister, sister is showing a lot more personality this episode. I'm like, where has it been this whole time? Just in time for the leave. I know. And this time, Ahura is not helping Tace. I think because Tace won't stop doing the Kath and Kim accent and it's pissing everyone off, which you were doing last week, I Sam. know. I mean, no, but the thing, no, but the thing is, though, like, you know that I have been a victim of this before. Like, you know, when I've when we've been on a night out and I start doing scouts and then, you know, and you can't 
and I can't stop. Three um, years later, we're like, Sam, <laughs> calm down, calm down. <laughs> so I think so. I I'm I'm with I'm with Tace here. Like you know, <laughs> but the thing is, what the funny thing is, I think is because it's a week later for us, but for them, production wise, it's probably the next day. So therefore, they're very much like on a high from look how funny I was yesterday. So I'm gonna carry on doing the accent. Whereas if it had been a week, they'd be like, oh, I'm not gonna do that anymore because it wasn't funny. Yeah, that's true. Um, RuPaul brings out Raven again, which is obviously because she's a very cheap guest because she does Ru's makeup, <laughs> so she's she's in the back anyway. So just dust her off and wheel her out. I don't, I wasn't even sure about her makeup at all. I think I thought she looked. Oh, I thought it's a bit too much, personally. Oh no, Raven's makeup is amazing, but she, it is the center of controversy at the moment. I don't know if you've heard about this, but do you know what black fishing is? Black fishing. It's not the Netflix documentary about orcas. It's a, it's a thing where, so black fishing is a term where, so you've got black face, which is when someone mm-hmm. blacks up, which obviously is not acceptable. Yeah. And black fishing yeah. is when you haven't gone actually to blacking up, but you're basically, your makeup is so extreme that you're... Oh, you've, gone dark, you've gone dark skinned with loads of eye makeup in order to create an illusion. Yeah, so it's like somewhere between tanning and blackface. So it's like a more subtle but still controversial but not mm. quite as controversial. So a lot of people are saying Raven is doing that and she's been accused of it before. Well, that I think that is... I think, But first of all, I think that is a bit of a stretch. But second of all, like I'm, you can see with, for example, Candy Muse on the American one, they do... She does like a very light makeup underneath and then puts a different colour over the top. So it's it's all very I mean it's 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 surely surely with drag it's about nuances. And I think like if if like your face is a completely different colour to your arms, perhaps, then maybe. But I think I don't I don't think you can accuse Raven of that, especially not in this scenario. I know it's like a slippery slope. It's um on one hand yeah, I can see yeah. the point, on the other hand it's like will one day it become unacceptable for anyone to get a tan? It's like, mm. I mean, it's kind of a... Yeah, exactly. And I fucking live for a goddamn tan. So, like, if you so if you, if you tell me that I can't... If I can't use my fake bake because um, I'm going to be accused of, you know, trying to be Indian or something, then that is outrageous. <laughs> and I'll kill a man who says it! <laughs> <laughs> um, but Ellie gags over Raven's makeup. She doesn't mind the black fishing. Mm. And Raven returns the compliment. And then Rue says, you'd better win a bad jelly. And Ellie's like, well, that's on you. And I'm like, she's been funny too. What's happening with the sister, sister and Ellie Diamond personality <laughs> transplant? <laughs> Where was this? I don't, I don't know, but you could, you could tell, you could tell that Raven could, if she's willing, if she's willing to do drive through for 15 pounds an hour, then she'll suck Raven off for at least a fiver. I know, it feels like Raven's doing a drive through She just, like, talks them off for three <laughs> seconds and then rushes off. <laughs> More like a drive-by. I know, it. I thought she wanted to shoot a horror. Like, a horror was like, I loved you on season two. You were, like, the bitchy fashion girl. And Raven's like, oh, like, fucking bitch. <laughs> Raven is such like, a bitch. So it, was, it was, yeah, exactly. A compliment mixed with disgust. <laughs> and I love it. Um... Bimini, she floats the idea of doing Nobbin Hood because of all the toilet paper hoarding, which I really don't get the connection between those two things. I don't no, see what Nobbin Hood no. has to do with toilet paper. And then they show a horrible outfit. So I was like, shit. I don't know if you noticed this, but online last week, <laughs> after Bimini won Snatch Game, like everyone suddenly has got behind Bimini and she's give, getting real momentum now. It felt like she was going to win. And then I saw this and was like, oh, oh have we have we spoke too soon? Is Bimini in the bottom two? So I was like, what is going on? But we shall find out. Um, I don't know. I, be, I think I think I think with Bimini, I think, again, as I said before, like she sounds like Katie Price anyway. I think it was an easy win for her last week. And I've and I've said also earlier on in this podcast, not this very podcast, but another episode that I do find Bimini more attractive than certainly I did to begin with. And um, so I think there's a, you know, I think she's got a lot to give, but I don't think, I think she's very much a cruiser in this episode. Well, you'd like to cruise with her by the sounds of things. No, I wouldn't. <laughs> but I'm glad she didn't get in the bottom two and Sister Sister left. Spoiler, because 
in the next bit, she says chicken. She calls Raven chicken, and you know, I know chicken. I wrote, this, I wrote this down in my. I wrote this down in my notes. Chicken is my thing, <laughs> and she's fucking trying to steal it like she stole that chip outfit. Oh, but oh, she's nothing but a second fucking class stealer and a fucking adulterer. But I actually also stole chicken from Michelle from Big Brother. No, I mentioned. I know, Brother. but that, but that isn't. St- I think that is like lovingly taken as opposed to stolen because that's a homage. long time ago. Yes. And I can, and, and only the other day on text did you and I we were talking about <laughs> Big Brother again. Oh my god, listeners, we don't only talk about this off, off, off. We off, literally off only do talk about it. <laughs> but I did say because we we were talking. What were we talking about? It was it was something to do with Big Brother, but um, I can't remember that the whole chicken thing came up and I said, whoa, is that where you got chicken from? And you said, yes, it was. From Michelle. I don't know if UK listeners will remember Michelle this. Bass. But touch me back, chicken. Oh, that was why, because we were talking about bass. <laughs> we were talking about Lance yes! Bass and then Michelle Bass <laughs> and then... We got the thread. <laughs> even even in our personal conversations, it's completely fucking random. So <laughs> I just hope I just hope the listeners can realise that it isn't just it isn't just here for the podcast. No, this is all natural. And another random thread is Taste pulling apart these fucking scrubbers, which is just crazy. <sighs> and Raven even tells her it's going to cut you up, and she's just like mm. trying to give Tyra Sanchez season two vibes of like, well, drag is pain. Like I'm going to impress them by the fact that I'll go to any yeah. limits. But it's just. Why would you do scrubbers when Bagger Chips did it so awfully last season? I just don't know why you'd pick that material. I know. And also, it's like fucking, it's like razor wise. Like, oh, it's like, oh, there's a big roll of barbed wire. Don't worry, I'm going to wrap myself in it. <laughs> I mean, it's cutting into my minge, but don't worry about it. See, if I was, see, what I, see, what I would have done if I was her, right, like, for just for shits and gigs, would be to have that as my top, as she did, but then have the whole bottom half, like, seeped in blood. As in, like, you know, running down or, like, you know, or, like, use some sort of plastic, um, like, red thing, like, as a dress. Like, as in, like, it was dripping down blood. Just to just to show something, I don't know. Oh, I love that idea. You, sh- she should have had you in the room, definitely. I know, right? And I and I tried to tell her before the show, but she said she said get lost. <laughs> and you said, bet you regret that now, don't you, bitch? You should have paid me. <laughs> you didn't let Dyson on her. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> God, I, I do need an intervention. I'm sorry. Raven gives Lawrence an intervention saying she's painting on a mopey look. Lawrence is like, I'm painting the depression on. And she said, if anyone else gave me makeup advice, I'd shift them and leave them for dead. And I was like, that is my favourite quote of the episode. I love that. Any mention of shiver. Also, also a bit too much. Also a bit too much. Yeah. I mean, you know, how often do you get a shift in? Really? There's just so much blood in this episode. Tace is bleeding. She's got medical assistance. She's all, and she mm-hmm. bled earlier in the season out of her mouth. And it's like, yeah. At what point is does it become self harm? I'm sorry. Mm. Um, it feels like it, I feel I feel like it's Dracula, but it isn't. <laughs> it's not. Sister, sister, in more shocking news, comes for Ahura's lack of personality. She says, "Well, makeup can cover your skin, but can it co- cover your lack of personality?" I'm like, "From you, what's happening?" Is this topsy-turvy land? I know, I know, it is topsy-turvy land because at the end of the day, like, well, this is this is that whole, oh, it's the whole thing that Donald Trump always did was like you you um you say the things that you're weak at about other people. That's exactly what she's doing. It's in like, oh, wow. well, you're a liar when in fact you're the biggest liar in the whole world. But if you and they and and even if they're doing it un- unconsciously or subconsciously. That's exactly what it is. Like by throwing shade at somebody else and saying, "Well, you're super boring, and everyone knows you're boring," it's because you're basically boring, and that's exactly what she's doing. Well, why throw shade at someone when you can throw a Bible? Which is what we get with the Lawrence <laughs> Cheney story when she says she was the weird kid at school. What a shock! And she says, "When you walk into a room and people laugh at you," and I'm like, "Well, that didn't happen in Snatch Game, did it?" But it was a. <laughs> Also, also, I couldn't bear this as like a teary moment. <laughs> he, he was, he was like, oh, you know, and they're laughing at you for no reason. Everybody laughed at me for no reason when I was at school. And you know what? I fucking owned it. I owned it. Like you know, like if if I was laughing, then you jump in with that laughing, and like you know, and he's like, oh, there's no reason for them laughing. Like there was a reason for them laughing at me, and then you turn that laughing at you into a laughing with you. So I didn't feel sorry for him at all at that moment, I have to say. 
Did they ever laugh with you, Sam, though? Or did they continue to laugh at? That's the question. They, oh, but it doesn't matter. As long as I left the room feeling they laughed with me, who cares? They're all dead now. It doesn't matter. Um, well, so... after I killed them. <laughs> after I shift them and left them for dead. Um... <laughs> I, sh- I shift them all. No, no. This That's Irish. I'm, I actually am doing a talk for my old, for my old, my old school next week. So I shouldn't, I shouldn't really say too much about killing my fellow students <laughs> I, I wouldn't open with it maybe maybe if the crowd goes quiet in the middle um so <laughs> kill each other now <laughs> we we have an exciting new little thing we're trying to make happen trying to make fetch happen which is okay. we're, we're doing outfit ratings from now on as well as our famous 10 out of 10 episode rating we're doing is it hit is it a hit or is it shit Hit or shit. Yay. Hit or shit. Hit or hit, shit. Hit or hit or shit. Hit or shit. I need a fucking hat. <laughs> I need a head. I need a head or a bag of brain. <laughs> We're going to start off with RuPaul's look. And this week she enters the runway in a beautiful turquoise gown. I love saying turquoise. So Sam, was it a hit or was it shit? It's a hit for the dress and a shit for the wig. I thought it was a hit overall. Um, maybe um... I need to have a second look at the wig. I could be... I could meet you in the middle there. I just didn't. I didn't like that. I didn't like the forced tendrils uh, or the fact that it was far too white blonde. Yeah, yeah. she's white fishing. Um, I'm joking. Yeah. White fish. White <laughs> fishing. <laughs> and um, Graham Norton's still joking about being a wino, which is not a joke. But I love that she's kind of saying it before anyone else can, because we all know she kind of had that exposed about her, didn't she? I know. <laughs> <laughs> there was a there was a good um there was a good sketch this week on no last week on Saturday Night Live where um they are showing they they were showing I don't know if you I don't know if you watch Saturday Night Live but there's a there's a character there's a an actress called Eddie Bryant and she's a she's a big girl but they're um they um so they all come Regina Regina King I think is the guest host anyway they're all giving her these you know these um placards with oh <laughs> you're not drinking because i'm drinking that sort of thing and yeah they, um, and it but it go but it goes further and further until it's like you've got a drinking problem <laughs> she's like i'm not i'm not really sure of how this is funny <laughs> it's like and then like to the point where like one of them's just like i i love like a placard saying like i love to drink outside by the bins where no one can see my shame god this is so us <laughs> I know. This is our lives on SNL. (laughs) Um, Sam, have you ever met Maya Gemma? Am I saying that right? Maya Gemma? Gemma? Yes, I spent an evening with her at the NTAs. um, Sounds sexual. Last year, I think it was. Any excitement? I interviewed her on the phone once. It was very dry, I must admit. Drier Gemma. Drier, drier Shammer. (laughs) <laughs> no, I no, I did get on with her. I did get on with her really well. I thought I thought she was really funny. Um, and I think I think she was going out, or I think oh yeah, the whole thing was that she, that um, who was her boyfriend at the time? Remind Stormzy. me. Stormzy. Name again. Stormzy. Yeah, and Stormzy was super into um, Jeremy Corbyn and stuff. And I was, and I think I was just like I I think it was around the time where the whole anti-Semitism thing had come out about Jeremy Corbyn, and I was like so. What do you reckon about, you know, your boyfriend and Jamie Corbyn? And um, I think because I was there, I think I was I was co-hosting a box that she was in. And anyway, I heard complaints afterwards that she said that I was too, I was um, too probing into her personal life or something, which obviously, and after something like that, you, you generally think, well, fuck you. So... Fuck her. <laughs> so it's official. Fuck you, Maya Gemma. Although she was all right yeah. on this episode. She wasn't too bad. Oh. But let's get into the outfits um, that they made yep. themselves from unconventional materials. First up, Tace is the superhero Exfoliana Bolt. <laughs> made out of this scarers. Wa- th- this was a La La Re moment. I'm sorry it was. Oh, I don't think it was as bad as that, but... It was shit, not hit. I'll, I'll say that. I don't see. I don't see how it was any different to Lola Ree. On the like, she had unravelled. Well, she made an effort. No, in what way? She had unravelled a bunch of um, scouring pads, glued them all together. Only, only done the top half. That's exactly the same. 
but like the top half looked kind of all right. It was only it was unfinished on the bottom half. I thought the color looked good. Unfinished. In it was it was it was complete. There was nothing there. That crotch area was baffling. I don't know why she thought that looked good. Like she could have. She could have done your blood idea. I really think that would have saved the outfit, actually. I know, I know, I know, I know right? Exactly, it would, and it would have like tied into what had happened earlier on in the episode too. Yeah, oh. self-referential. People, why does anyone listen to us? I know, literally. Um, I, by the way, I did like them coming out as boys and doing that funny thing. I'm not going to rate those, but like a buzz, zap. That. Oh my thing. god! I totally forgot about zap. That is such a throwback. Are we talking about the same yeah. thing? <laughs> that old yes. shit. Oh, I loved that. What did you think of Lawrence of Chania and her B&M inspired look? I don't know. I mean, I really do like Lawrence, but I think like it was just, it felt like Lawrence at as, as much as Lawrence could do. Do you know what I mean? I don't think, I, I think like they, there's so much you could have done with this and she did and she like, and she played it safe. That's what I think. Well, I gave it a hit, not a shit. Remember, you have to give hit or shit. Oh no! Oh, sorry. Oh, sorry. <laughs> oh God, sorry. Okay, well, you didn't. You didn't say that with taste. Shit with taste. Hit. I did. I said shit. All right, I'm saying shit too with taste and and hit with Lawrence. I said hit with Lawrence, but then once they all came out, because I think actually everyone did really well this week, apart from Taze. Uh, in hindsight, I did think Lawrence was one of the worst ones, but when she first came out, cause she was second. I thought, yeah, she's done well there. The colours look good. Like it's un- yeah. hard materials to work with. She's pulled it together. But then, yeah, a horror comes out with this blue COVID nineteen look. Wow! I am gagged. This is I'm my favorite look gagged. of the. It's my it's my favorite look of the entirety of UK Drag Race season two. I think I agree with you. Like, and she made it. Like, it's better than all the looks everyone's she brought. Fucking made herself, and she flapped it out like it was fucking like you know like um, Courtney's fucking wings. Exactly. Which were made way before, and she made that herself, and she flipped them out. It was fucking stunning. stunning. It was such a moment, but we have to mention, amazing that it was. And when when she came out, I was like, she better win, otherwise I'm gonna really start rioting in the street you're gonna kick off again because <laughs> i also thought she should have won the the essex girl thing the other week but um did yeah. you notice that she did her makeup blue around the mouth which was yeah. like a mask was the same as what sister sister did on her entrance look and it's like um... a great irony that now after accusing sister sister of copying her chips look she has won copying sister sister's i mean she probably didn't copy but i mean it is exactly the same as what sister sister did okay walk it back a second though but like when sister sister did that that wasn't to do with covid this was a direct reference to covid and when when they started filming the series that was just a blue mouth it wasn't to do with covid at all so she was she was i I doubt she even thought about it I was about to even, I doubt she like you never do thought about sister sister. I think she just probably thought it was um I will do like a glittery faux mask scenario and that's why it really worked. I didn't think she thought about sister sister at all. I mean god, I didn't even think of that either. Maybe she didn't, but call me Alanis Morissette because it was ironic and I'm here to point out the irony, okay? You're Alanis Morissette and it wasn't ironic. It was like well yeah, actually her song wasn't ironic. That was the irony. <laughs> <laughs> what did you think of Bimini with her Dr. Isabella blows a lot? Hit or shit? Well, compared to some of the others, hit. I said hit, um, but then later mm. on in the show when they start going through the outfit and, you know, Michelle picks about the details, I realised it wasn't... Um, it was actually as... shit. <laughs> yeah, but at the end of the day, if, it, if I thought it looked good at first, maybe that is the impression that I should trust. Cause... I know, but I think that as viewers, we're slightly blinded by the fact that when it first comes out and like, and it does look it does look really good and you're like sort of blown away by the whole look. But then, like they say in Clueless, it's a big old money. Oh, it looks yeah. really good from afar, but when you, go, when you go up close, it's a big old mess. The Monet exchange. But I mean, when you're at a party and you see someone and you like their dress, you don't then go up and start like picking it up and checking the hems. So like, really, the, the passing impression I is... do. I do. That's why nobody asks me to their parties anymore. <laughs> and you still come anyway. Um... <laughs> All over their dresses. <laughs> what did you think of Ellie Diamond and her candy, exu- exuberant Ellie candy queen dress? Hit or shit? It was, uh, oh, I'm going to say hit. I'll say hit as well. 
Yeah. Although I, I mean, will say... It was, say, it was seen... OTT. It was ridiculous, but it, I liked her. She looked good, but we've seen a lot of candy looks on the show before. But yeah. it was one of the better ones. And then the controversial one, I guess, is Sister Sister, because I said the Garden of Sheedon look, I said it was a hit. I quite liked it. But what do no, you think? No, I didn't. I didn't like it. I thought it was um, throwing to... It was like, it was like you've gone to a garden centre and someone said, like, you've got a thousand pounds, buy everything. So you're like, oh, glue, glue, glue. Oh, ooh, I'll take some daffodils in there as well. Oh, maybe, maybe some, maybe some fish. <laughs> squish i mean like like, she sniffed the glue as well as sticking it it does it it was it was too much and um i think like especially seeing as like you know she had that 15 extra seconds i think it was a classic case of less is more and more was awful well she posted the look on her instagram after the show and then i looked at the details and then i I did realize it was shit but the first impression again same as bimini was i quite liked it but i quite liked everyone apart from taste really so it was a it was quite a good week and rue says um i challenged you to elevate your drag and you did and i was like good i'm glad she gave him props yeah when she was right i agree i agree there were props for that there was no there was no shouting and screaming this week thank thankfully i genuinely quite agreed with the judges as well michelle said that taste's dress is not going to cut it which again i thought michelle looked awful yeah she did actually look quite bad for michelle she's looked amazing lately that horrible piggy that pigtail that was coming out literally an actual pig's tail that was coming out of her head was was not pleasant Hit or shit, shit. Mm. They liked Lawrence's, which I was surprised about. Um, well, they seemed to at first, and then she kind of ended up being in the bottom. And then I think that I think also it was to do with um, how much work had been put into it. Do you know what I mean? Like, I mean, you you look yeah. at you look at uh, you look at taste, and you think like, I mean, it's fair enough. I mean, that that was sort of like a case of like you know sorting through stamps. You know, as in like, oh, you know, you can sort through stamps for like two weeks and still have like a little stack of the ones that you wanted do you know what I mean like and, and I think like it was a case of like she she spent a lot of time doing something that was very time consuming but ultimately you can't tell that it was time consuming and so I think that I think that with the other queens it looked like work was done and I think that was more of the case with this with this episode Especially with the horrors. I mean, it looked like she's been working on it for yeah. months. But I still felt the judges, they sounded like almost underwhelmed by it at first. They were like, yeah, it's good. And I was like, are they... They were horror, you mean? The judges talking about a horror, they were like praising her, but they, they weren't going as over the top as I thought. But later I realised, because in the deliberations when the queens weren't on stage, they went mad over it. And I was like, I think they were trying to make us think who's going to win out of a horror and Ellie, because they loved Ellie's. But in reality, a horror was so far and away the winner of this episode there was no should never have been any question no i know but the thing is but you know this and we've talked about this before about production values etc they have to they have to give it some sort of peril otherwise you know otherwise it drains the whole shock out of the show so they had they had to they had to at least you know be like oh well oh well maybe (laughs) yeah just so they could then say yes of course later so they're all kind of divided on sister sister's look. Graham likes it, but then Michelle thinks it's a blob. So I guess it's a divisive <laughs> look. <laughs> and she knows a blob. <laughs> Backstage, Tace is gagged. Um, she thought her look was good and that, like, she cut her hand up and that deserves some joking? credit. <laughs> I think she is serious, but even a horror doesn't defend her and a horror's been sat on her face for months. But she's like, no, it's rough. Like a, like a scour, it was rough. You might have licked my arsehole, but I'm not going to lick your arse. <laughs> and equally delusional is Sister Sister. Although I do like her look, so I don't think it's that delusional that she stands by it. But I don't know. Mm, it was. It was just. It was just too. It was. It was like the Garden of Sheedon. It was too much. The Garden of Shitton. Um, but mm. sis, uh, Ellie, my favourite bit was Ellie Diamond saying, so last week you all said I was next to go. I just want to say now I've got really good critiques. Is that the same or has it changed? And then Sister Sister came out with the line I did the impression of at the beginning, which was, I kept it to myself all day, but I didn't think your look was very strong. And I'm like, what a bitch. I mean, she really... I, I, I mean, she, <laughs> She's getting more lovable, bitch, now. But it's still like, Jesus, pick your moments. 
and they, and then also Rue said something that I thought was a bit um, a bit touch and go when she was when she said when she said that Ellie's outfit was um, was a bit outfit and I was like well that sounds a bit too much like Auschwitz for my liking I know it's like it was camp it wasn't concentration camp <laughs> <laughs> maybe, maybe it was a different reference that we didn't get <laughs> but can I tell you the real shocking moment so out of order. <laughs> the most out of order thing is when Michelle said Brillo pads have been done better on the show and I was like you are not talking about fucking bag of chips last season surely to god that is so completely different that is so completely different and um and I think yeah I agree with you it's totally unfair someone on Reddit said they thought she maybe she was referencing Lemon on Canada's Drag Race because she did quite a good dress that was made out of them she wasn't there she wasn't fucking there so I, d- I think she, she weren't fucking there we were there we were there fucking recapping the show every fucking week I bet you were Michelle even watching it <laughs> Jesus. Um, Graham says that Sister Sister looks like her outfit is digging in the garden for a body. So that was some shade. <laughs> but luckily, a horror wins. And also, and also quite murdery as well. Quite murdery. We've been a lot of murder on this episode. And a horror mm. murdered the competition and she wins. So I was so glad because I genuinely think it's one of the best design outfits that's ever been on the show. Not just UK, US. I don't know. We oh said my God, that do about you mean like, Do you mean on all of, do you mean on all of them? Yeah, I mean, we said it about Utica, and I think mm. Violet Charge mm. is up there, and there've been a few, but this one. Wait, so you, so wait, say, so hang on, wait, 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 wait. So, are you putting Ahura's um, outfit this week as the same as Utica's? Oh, I prefer it to Utica's. I think Utica's was really impressive because she did it with sleeping bags, which is really hard to work with. But in terms of amazing outfit and making me gasp on the runway, Ahura. Horace was amazing. I just thought it was, and I don't even like a horror that much, but she was really amazing. Okay, okay. So what I will say is that I think Utica wins if it was if it was to do with, you know, the runway on London Fashion Week, or if it was to do yes. with if it was to do with you know being you know being part of a museum or something like that, or like, or like Shakespearean, etc. But you're right. We we'd rather wear a horrors. What a hor- yeah. What 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 a horror did was far more drag race than what Utica did. So in in that case, it is better. I agree with you. It's a great year for design challenges, and we find out Ellie, Bimini, and Lawrence are all safe. And the who did you think the bottom two should be? Let me ask that. Oh my days! I agree. I think it was between. I I do think it was between Ellie and Bimini. I didn't like what Bimini did, but I do love Bimini at the moment, so I don't want her to be in the bottom two. So I think it was between Tace and Ellie. It was a really tricky week. In hindsight, I do think Tace and Sister, but at the time I did think Lawrence because I thought hers was the least fashionable. No, but it was still. But yeah, but it was still a lot of a lot of work was done with her outfit. I mean, well, a lot of work was done in Tace's, but it still looked shit. Shut up! Hard no like this is what I mean to you. Like, you know, going through the stamps or going through like pulling something apart. It takes a long time, but like it doesn't, sh- nothing is to be shown. And that's what it was. I mean, like, it, she, like, she keeps going on about how difficult it was to take those brillo pads apart. Yes! I mean, it was difficult, but like at least put something else to it. Sorry. Sam, don't be so hard on Taste No. <laughs> don't be so hard on today's No. <laughs> but that is the lip sync song by Jess Glynn. Um, have you met Jess Glynn? I have, and I've got a story about her right now. Dish, dish, dish. Uh, 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 uh. Sexy dish. Don't be so hard on Jess Glynn now. So, um, <laughs> yo, so yeah, so I was at the Brits maybe, oh, was it last year when it wasn't, when it certainly wasn't 2020, was it? So it was, um, well, maybe it was 2020. Oh, uh, but it was It February. might have been just before the, yeah, Panini broke out. Yes. Anyway, um, I was just about to go into, I had my wristband because I was with a certain other celebrity that I can't mention now. Um, Jimmy so I was about to get in. Now then, now then. Why do we keep doing Jimmy Savile impressions? It never happens I'm in real life. I'm not doing it. You're, you're it doing me. it. You're doing it. Not me. Sorry. Sorry. <laughs> That's all right. 
it's all right. I'll forgive you for now. Anyway, um, so I was I was just about to get into the VIP area, and she like waltzed up, and she and she tried to get into the VIP area, and the and the, and the, um, the security guard didn't know who she was, and she and she did the whole like, um, do you know who I am, please? I'm Jess Glynn. And he was like, uh, sorry, that means nothing to me. Do you have did the right she have wristband? a tracksuit on? Like, well, no. Yeah, she did. And uh, she didn't have the right wristband. And I look, I gave her a look of being like, mm, salt spoons. And it was super embarrassing. But then, I mean, later on, yeah, yeah, you know, it was 2019. Because later on that year, I do remember thinking she had the whole thing where she <laughs> was the support band slash artist for the Spice Girls. And then cancelled that one night but then went to a party in kent or something do you remember yeah she had the after party after the spice girls and then she didn't yeah, she pulled out it. of isle of white festival the next day i think it was um but she yeah, also had the it, controversy yeah. about you know she went to sexy fish and they turned her down she didn't meet the dress code and she had the i have to, and i have to say that really fucking got my goat because it was really annoying and i've been to sexy fish before and it was a bit like and the, and the fact that she there is a dress code, okay, even during a pandemic, and it was early on in, in, in the pandemic, and she was that, oh, can't believe it, like, and tried to make it into a, like, oh, I'm really ghetto, I can't believe they're not letting me in, when she knew, and she's been there before, like, I just, I'm not loving the Glynn, okay? No, everyone says she's a bitch, and I was once at a newspaper where she, <laughs> she came in Blades. to, she came in to do a guest edit, and I had to show around the building, and I saw her... She found out that she was going to be in pictures that day to go with the column, which any celebrity knows when you do a guest edit, you always do pictures. Of course. And she, and she hadn't worn any makeup that day. So when she found out there was going to be pictures, she threw an almighty strop. And I was like, <laughs> wow, <laughs> everything we heard about you is true. Jess Glynn, <laughs> you hear, heard it here first, bitch. <laughs> she's, she's, she's certainly not Glinda the Good Witch. She's <laughs> Jess Glynn the Bad Bitch. And she, she she has had some good songs though. And Don't Be So Hard on Yourself. No, it's quite a good one. So I'm glad they chose it as a yeah. lip sync song. How, what did you think of this lip sync? Boring. It was boring. I didn't think either of them were very good. Who won it for you though? Taste won it simply because she had like. I mean, it was weird because 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 of her shit outfit, she was much more mobile. <laughs> yeah. I mean, like, I mean, poor Ellie was like trussed into this sort of like you know um, sister sister. Know, sick... <laughs> oh, sorry. <laughs> You've got my disease. <laughs> oh, I've got it again. Oh my god, I've got it's like COVID. Um... <coughs> so sister sister had this had this sort of. Um... It was she was too trussed up. It was like a sixth form, like you know, you know when you you know when you see these films where someone's dressed as a sunflower and they like and they can't move because their legs are all like tied up to look like a stalk. It looked it looked like that. It's like there's not a lot she could have done. Whereas um, the good thing about Tace's outfit was there was nothing on the bottom half, so she could at least have got a bit of leg in there. So I think it was it was Tace's to to lose really. Although some of her moves were not that impressive. She did more of a death flop than a death drop. And, <laughs> and that bending yes. over backwards was no Naomi Smalls. But I think Tacey is so beautiful that, like, it, same as memories. Like, her face is quite mesmerising. It was not her... I, I, yeah, and it was not her time to go. I mean, like, this, as you said before, the show, this, this, this episode was built up for Sister Sister to leave. And, um... And she left on cue and goodbye. And I'm thrilled she did because now I know the whole cast. I can actually remember <laughs> who they are. At last. And she got to go out on a high. I mean, the one time she does anything of note, she's voted off. So that's quite annoying. But she had a good funny exit. She said, I remember the solid. She did throw. She, th she threw a lipstick, which I thought was She long. said, uh, the solid advice my nan gave me. Oh, I forgot. That was quite funny. <laughs> and then she said, I thought they were all awful. She should have said, she should have said, oh, what my nan told me. Oh, she's dead. That would be <laughs> And now she's basically dead to us because she's no longer in the season. But next week we get a comedy stand-up special with Dawn French, a real celebrity. Just stop right there. That is, that is, I mean, that's given me uh, Tia Coffee vibes. I mean, like I was missing Tia Coffee, but I know she's not in it. I know it's random for me to bring it up. But um, Dawn French gives me like, I mean, like, like homely vibes it's beautiful oh yeah tea coffee and don french always mistaken for one another honestly i uh, know but i just i just i just i just wish that that would have that would have been a meeting of minds for me personally maybe on all stars 
or All Stars mm. International. And of course, oh. we'll be back on Monday with some. We don't have a competitive episode, but we've got a Drag Race US lockdown episode. God help us. It'll be blissfully short. <laughs> <laughs> Should we click it out? Yay! Let's click it out. Bye. <laughs> Bye.